0: Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators.
1: I am Bad Gamer Crowley. And hello, I am Bad Gamer Bishop. Gamer Galore Garrick. I love the alliteration. Bad Gamer Joe. And I am Bad Gamer Jason. Get good, scrubs. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly gaming podcast made by gamers and for gamers. Retro games, reviews, news, and generally bad opinions, brought to you by your hosts, Kat and Austin.
2: Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. You are listening to episode 97. I'm your host, Kat, and with me, as always, are Austin and Caden. This week, we have two special guests with us. They are the hosts of Drunkenomics, another podcast on the Creative Brain Candy Network. Aaron and James, welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. How are
3: you doing? I know. Thank you. It's good to be here.
2: So I know that you guys just did an episode with James over at uh, Simply Stogies, so we wanted to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be on the podcast with us.
3: I mean, busy is a very relative term, so... (laughs) Less busy now. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) <laughs> but you're welcome.
4: But hey, we're glad
3: to be invited either way.
2: So why don't you guys tell us a bit about what you uh, talk about over at Drunkenomics?
3: So essentially, what we do is uh, we just, you know, the the ultimate rule for Drunkenomics is two shots before the mic is hot, and then we start talking about certain economic principles or theories um, or certain, I guess, factors of the market or the economy. Um, we try How to talk, impact, uh, kind of news stories that we're seeing. Yeah. And, you know, we try to apply it to like take economic theory and apply it to stuff that's actually going on. So, and we get hammered while we do it.
1: Sounds like a lot sounds of fun. Sounds like a good like time. time. <laughs> Can I
0: ask, like, uh, what made you guys want to just, uh, talk about economics? <laughs>
4: Uh, we work at the same bar, and uh, yeah, we're... on nights when one of us was working, if the other one came in, that's what it devolved into. Yeah, <laughs> it just
3: literally, I just like, and I, I'm, I'm fascinated with the knowledge in James's brain. So I'm like, every time he's working, I always go in there and I start asking him, like, dude, so what's gonna happen this week? What's gonna happen next week? Whatever, and uh, you know, one thing led to
0: another, and then that's why. We decided to start it. We decided to just record our conversations, essentially. See, if I was drunk, I'd be talking about something different. Did you hear about that guy, Steve? Why did Steve get oh, that red collar? Yeah, we don't. We
3: don't want to talk about Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it's Stevie Nicks. I'll, I will talk about Stevie Nicks.
0: Oh. Too soon, man. Yeah, still too soon, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're glad that we guys have you over here And, you know, we're glad for the expertise We'd love to hear, you know, what you guys think about What's going on recently with the country um, Right And I think Kate Hayden... Once again, w- once again, expertise is
3: also a very
2: relative
1: <laughs> very term but...
2: <laughs> Hey, man More so your opinions
4: I'd like to think we're usually pretty close to the mark, though Oh, see, like... i li- see I'd like to
3: think that exactly well I still think that you
0: guys are probably much more knowledgeable than I am in my own diversified portfolio which is nothing at all except these peanut butter pretzels they're
1: delicious (laughs) oh my goodness how would you ruin
0: a pretzel like that (laughs) it's not ruined it makes it so that way it has like a soft interior and a crunchy outside That's like the perfect snack Yeah.
1: So uh uh this week we really don't have uh as many news articles as we typically do. Uh we have, you know, basically kind of one and a half. Just cause one of them's just kind of uh you know, something we found that just kind of piqued our interest. Uh this first one is that GameStop has announced that they are going to be permanently closing three hundred of their stores. No. It's it's about time in my opinion. <laughs> Um, In 2019, we saw a whopping 321 stores. Others permanently shut down due to the financial woes that uh, affected them. Um, uh, Sorry, I'm trying to find where I saw information. Uh, According to GameStop, the coronavirus outbreak has caused a 2% increase in sales. Um, And the company also claims that they did make a profit in... uh, quarter 4 last year despite also clarifying that it saw a uh, drop of 28% or 28% in sales i'm uh, i'm guessing that's 28% sales in that particular quarter
0: mm-hmm.
3: right i mean i i feel like that happens quite a bit you know as far as you know just because re- revenues and cash flows operational cash flows ah. are decreasing and James is being a really a big nerd right now. He actually pulled up the balance sheet and cash and uh income statement. But Well uh, if they
4: if they if they showed a profit in that quarter, it wasn't because of operations, that's for certain.
3: So no
0: selling <laughs> like well, a double video where, where game, from or is it like
4: I mean
3: Yeah, oh yeah. they are yeah, 'cause they're yeah, they're operational cash flows is, yeah, it well. looks like they're okay. pretty uh, that, bad.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, well, well, because I mean, in the in the last quarter, in the you know the end of 2019, what really would have brought people into the store? I can't. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think
0: of anything. Maybe funcos, I, mean, I don't even those think Stadia. Weird little Funko machines.
1: Yeah, I can't. I can't think of any reason off the top of my head that would bring them in. You know, bring people into the store, much less something that would, you know, actually give them a profit. Or bring oh, or profit, other than Christmas, say.
0: Black Friday but sales,
4: investments and in assets. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I mean, even Christmas, I wouldn't think just because a lot of, a lot of game, a lot of game sales nowadays are moving to a digital format. Wait. Have been moving to digital format for years.
3: Dude, go to their go to their cash flows for financing
1: or cash flows from investments.
3: Portion. Sorry, we're... No, they were losing in their investing too, and financing. So, yeah, wait, I don't from, know how they the turn a profit order? now. Nothing but well, the Wait, red. is this is this quarters or is it? Yes, this, this is a. Uh, oh, it is. This, oh, okay. Talking about your thing. Yeah, sorry. We're, we're we're looking at the we're looking at their. Uh, last five quarters. We're looking at their state cash flow statements right now.
0: No, you're good. This is uh, this is interesting. Actually, At least in mine. it is very Tenion. interesting. Uh, is that public <laughs> knowledge <laughs> that they have that out? How do you guys find that information? It's so every yeah, no, the, uh, the, the thing they, is every, they would have
3: to
4: publish their information.
0: Yeah,
3: every publicly traded company, you can literally go on Yahoo Finance or you whatever. You find their. Uh, you're you're using Market Watch right now, which I it looks weird to me, but um, yeah, but, but, it's,
4: I, but it's also split into quarters,
3: right? But I usually use Yahoo Finance or CNBC, and you can type in whatever the ticker is for this certain security, and then they have all their financials. Uh, they have to. They have to, po- they have to post it for everybody. So.
4: Okay, I guess. It,
3: that's what we, that's that's what we spend we. They, our...
4: they end their quarter on the 31st of January.
3: Huh. Why is that weird? When do most well, people?
4: I would do a calendar year end
1: yeah i was about to I was about to ask, is that typical that people end the quarter into you the can, next year or is that kind of weird you can nice. you
4: can make your as a company you can make your fiscal year anything you want but right most most do calendar year okay um a big one that doesn't usually is like car companies don't that's why you have a twenty twenty car in twenty
1: nineteen yeah, which I remember confused the hell out of me as a kid. <laughs> gave it a lot of okay, thought as a kid? I guess,
4: okay, yeah, look at their last quarter. No, they did. They had $241 million of operating in income. Interesting. Uh,
2: compared to previous quarters?
4: Well, previous quarters aren't really what you want to look at. I'd look at the year before when they had 504.3, so they're less than half. Mm. The operating... Yeah.
1: So compared to the previous year, they are decaying. Oh, they yeah.
3: are. Oh, absolutely. Well, like, well in that quarter, it's it's a seasonal <laughs> thing too. So it's like you know, because God, they're really cyclical. Yeah, they, it they, looks they, like they
4: sold last year.
3: Oh, geez. Okay, that makes sense. So they're
4: always it should always be negative.
3: Wow.
0: Eh.
4: Yeah, whatever it is. So looking year over year, they're really down.
1: Yeah that that makes sense. They've been they've been down for a while, or they've at least been telling
0: the door. articles. So my question <clears> is then, out. is that since they're slowly mm-hmm. decaying, why don't we put like a friendly wager? Uh, Aaron and James, okay. you guys are much more knowledgeable in the economic experience than I am. How long do you think GameStop has before they officially just bankrupt or just completely shut out?
2: Uh, Aren't they already bankrupt?
0: Are they bankrupt? Gosh, that's a tough thing to say. Uh, uh, I'm
2: look looking
3: at, at their balance sheet real quick. Yeah, let's take,
2: that,
4: let's take a peek there.
3: Because they, it, it seems like they
4: It's a weird balance sheet. I don't like it. Okay, so.
3: Well, okay. L- oh, here, look, look at this one. This is this is CNBC's. Oh wow, yeah, that's February. Right. Yeah. That so I guess the short answer is it's complicated. At. So the thing is, they're still. You know, they're
0: still above water. And is that based off of operations or just other assets?
3: Their assets seem to be declining. Yeah, their assets are totally declining, and they're, but their liabilities have pretty much been kind of steady. No, they're increasing.
4: Well, they're up from four years ago.
3: From four years ago, but they're down from three and two years ago. How's equity? Um,
4: I don't know if they'll be gone, but they'd have to, they're going to have to tighten their belts. That's
3: what I'll Okay. That doesn't make any sense.
1: Did this, did this episode suddenly turn into an investigation into,
3: okay. into no, the finances? The data, the data no, I think doesn't make sense. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to go on Yahoo.
0: It's yeah. like that one show behind the scenes. Oh, you're already there. Yeah. <laughs> With James and Aaron as our investigative reporters. Well, I just want to like I am
3: not that skilled. This is Aaron talking. I'm not that skilled when it comes to looking at financials. James is much better at this than I am because he's actually an accountant. Oh. So what I'm oh, saying cool. is they've got more cash. They've
4: got about twice as much cash as they've historically had and half the Uh-oh. receivables. So I guess they're they're either writing off their receivables or they're collecting it. What and
0: does that, that mean, writing off the receivables? Uh, so well, to a layman, what would that mean?
4: It means someone th- owes you money and you don't expect to receive it, so you stop acting like they owe you money.
1: Mm-hmm. So what I do with my friends, 90% of the time they owe me money. <laughs> cool. Yeah. With ramen noodles <laughs> and <the laughs> McDonald's.
3: Well, but, but like, isn't, so what's the term for that on on the on a balance sheet when, there are receivables that just you're not bad, expecting. You, you just
4: have a bad debt expense on your income statement, and don't you undo the income, eventually. Uh,
3: well, that makes sense. So if they if they're writing them off, is that like a way? That's a way they could get like tax breaks or whatever.
4: Well, you don't if you yeah you lower your income for the year, and then you don't pay as much in tax.
3: So they have more current assets, they have less inventory. Wait, that
0: sounds kind of counterintuitive. Unless they're getting ready for right. like next gen no, consoles. Could they, that be well, play into an effect? It's possible.
4: But, it's it just it, to me it looks like they're going to cash and they don't have as much stuff that they're holding on to. or the stuff that they have in there they're not giving a high dollar value to Do
3: they count do do they count inventories as current assets or is it just assets? Or is it just kind of like it's old it's it's whole?
4: Well, current assets would include inventory. Okay, that's what I thought. But what I, I I'm I, saying I, is their cash is going up, their inventory is going down as their assets end So increase. would that
1: imply people actually going to the store and buying their stuff?
0: Or they could just be getting rid of their stuff at like you know 50% clearances. They could just be getting rid yeah. of things to make space. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah,
4: they could. It sugi- suggests could also... that, that people are buying things, and then more than that, it would suggest that they are not buying things.
3: Yeah, but it could also suggest that they're also liquidating a lot of their other assets, too. Which is
0: typical around, especially with this time of season. You know, you got not only new video games coming out, you're having next-gen on the precipice. So, I mean, typical business sense. They want to get rid of what they have and not purchase anything Mm -hmm. else until next-gen comes out, especially for the new, um, what is it, PlayStation 5 and what they call the new Xbox, uh, Caden? Uh, I want to say it's the
1: uh 1x, sure. or yeah, I want to say it's the Xbox One X.
3: Well, I feel like I feel like they're them carrying fewer inventories is kind of a way of them kind of timing the demand because that way they'll have they don't they're not carrying so much stuff and then no one's coming in and buying it, you know what I mean? So they're you know, I think a big part of supply chain, you know, which I talked about in my last podcast is time and you know, it. it Time costs money. It costs money for GameStop to to have um, a bunch of different things and there's a bunch of different inventory items on their shelves. So, mm-hmm. you know, if if it's not if the inventory turnover isn't high enough, there there's no reason for them to have a lot of inventory. Right. So,
0: but does that affect them as a business going forward? With the COVID nineteen, what business going forward? <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly, that's right. a really yeah. good. <laughs> My point is: is are they going to be able to make a recovery from all this? Like, is there some? <laughs> no. That's a oh, god. No. Okay, I mean, that's a, well, I don't know how. That's I mean, a really oh, tough prediction, but you know.
4: You've made a fair point with digital games, as a you know, the digital ownership as opposed to disc ownership.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, because I mean, I've, even I've switched completely to digital copies. I don't. I have a really? couple of physical copies of like older PS2 games. Beyond that, I haven't bought. I haven't bought a physical copy in oh, five, six years. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's kind of like music and movies anymore. It's you so know, you yeah, own digital their, copies of
4: half their business platform is that selling you a game and then reselling mm-hmm. to you a used game at. Markup over what it's worth, probably.
0: So this is yeah. Just I, a red
1: box I, I like to reference situation. Yeah, I was. I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say I like to use the analogy. It's like it. They're the blockbuster of the gaming industry. It's like yeah, it's, What happened it is when their Nef- core model? Yeah, I. It's it's probably gonna be what ha- similar to what happened uh, when Netflix came into the scene and drove blockbuster out business. Except I feel like it's taking well, a lot longer. But well, also
3: Spotify so- <clears> is kind of the same thing with music too. You know, it's like yeah. So. <clears throat> and also, their big I, competitors in the end would be
4: Amazon and the rest if it is a physical copy cuz yeah. you don't yeah. have to leave your house it's still going to arrive on the day. Um, and it's usually
1: about the same price. Or or less expensive, At least or cheaper. It new. Yeah. And yeah then, or cheaper.
4: And then on top of that, uh if they're in the console trading business, well, that's not there's not a market there anymore either.
1: Nope. And I also just saw in the article, um I must have missed this earlier that they are implementing a new store design and uh or that yeah, that costs so, money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they, they implement a new store design and basically put their employees under a lot of stress uh to drum up last year's sales. Um so they've be gun laying off district managers in an attempt to make a bigger profit.
3: Yeah, that sounds like that literally sounds like they're spending a lot of money it to sounds make like less a last money. Gasp. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. But so I'm I don't think like I think five years time I'd be amazed if they were still open. Like if they could make it that long, I'd
3: so that's your official prediction? You're generous. saying five years? Five my, years my, that's your
1: prediction. My prediction is five years max. I think sometime between now and in five years from now they're gonna um, go. Just because I don't know I don't know well, how many years it'll take or even if it'll take a year. But my my thing is I feel
3: because like, 'cause they're bleeding their assets slowly so i think they're gonna last a little longer than five years but you think yeah but um. I, th- I think it's because they're bleeding they're bleeding really slowly um and unless they change their business model which could happen um like i do feel like the uh the, the corporate game stock people
1: are smarter than we give them credit to be but well know, i hope and I would I would welcome like a game like an online GameStop platform like something right. similar what to like Steam or you know Origin or something, uh, you know some something similar to that. But I don't.
4: That's well, the only way they survive is if they if they yeah. get in there and they so, compete that way. Cause... Yeah, so
3: boring. They don't change their business plan. I, you know, my guess is probably eight years. But you know, Ooh, I don't years. want to. You know, it's not to say that I, I'm wishing for this to happen so I can say I can look back and say I'm right because I don't. <laughs> <want>. <laughs> you know, I point. do not wish for the demise of any business, and I well, do,
4: right. Well, the real you question know. becomes: Are they open right now? Because if they're open uh, right now and selling video games, then maybe they'll survive. Probably, probably no. Not. But they actually
1: States. got in trouble for yeah. that yeah. because but if they. All cl- oh they they oh they, my gosh! Yeah, they started claiming that they were an essential resource and basically an got. Own- yeah, they like basically they then got ordered. <laughs> well, then if they're no, closed they now,
4: then they can't make yeah. money at the time when Dude, why does it keep saying everyone this? be buying for them from them? I the think that's why they're
1: shutting down more of their GameStop locations just cuz cause, cause, yeah, they uh last week we covered an article that said that GameStop was actually closing because they Tried claiming that they were an essential resource and got ordered to close because
0: they are not an essential resource. Well, you look at it from this way, it's just because of all the states. Like mine was probably the latest with Governor Little announcing a list of essential versus non essential business. And GameStop obviously fits in non essential. They just, you know, you you shouldn't be having 10 people in that tiny store, anyways, especially trying to get video games at this. I wouldn't have five people in a tiny store.
3: how, How did. How does their institutional ownership over hundred? 100- it's just a bad. It's just a oh. a bad
4: stat you're looking at.
3: Okay. So, so see, look, it, it, but even on CNN money, it says they own. They own. They, own, they now own 149. Well,
4: um preferred.
3: Preferred shares, or so is this is, is that like preferred issuance? Common. Is that like stock issuance? Or? Yeah, but
4: you only care about common because voting because common are the only ones that vote.
3: Like, common shareholders are the ones that vote common on Common
4: stock votes. Preferred stock doesn't.
3: Really? Yeah. Wow. I honestly thought that it was... I always thought it was the other way around. Well, I, no, that's not true, because I own common stock of some companies, and they always ask me to vote on this this thing coming up, you know? Yeah, no, GameStop's in trouble. <laughs>
4: right, what are you saying? 68% debt to equity. No, they're they're in trouble.
2: So till the end of 2021 is my guess.
4: It'll be interesting to see how they do coming out of the when the markets open back up. I do feel like, I don't know. I feel, like,
3: I feel like they're bleeding pretty slow and they're they're sitting in enough cash. <laughs> I feel like that I could hold them over, you know.
4: Yeah, but as a shareholder, all you have to do is look at it and go, "You want to liquidate?"
3: No, I I mean that's a, that's a, that's that's to say like I, I would never ever buy Game stocks GameStop, GameStop yeah. stock. GameStop stock. Say yeah, that three times <laughs> fast. Say so that three times fast. <laughs> that yeah. GameStop. You yeah. can't say
4: it one time moderately slow. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. Don't make me
3: say it
1: three more times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we got Kat saying by the end of next year. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm saying, you know, within the next five years. Uh, Austin, what say you?
0: Say it what now? <laughs> What's your guess? How long do you think GameStop has? Honestly, I was gonna say about seven, eight years. Because I mean, at this rate, yes, you know, they're bleeding out. <clears throat> That's what it really is, and they're just they're they're trying to do it off of an old base model. Unless they change into something else, like hey, you know, repairs or just you know, console game sales like it's going to be a dark past. I Have they
3: already do yeah. do they does it already do repairs? I'm sorry, I don't know that much about GameStop. So <laughs> I'm I'm a terrible person asking all I mean,
1: this, but it's, I mean maybe besides basic building maintenance maintenance that other buildings would have or uh you know infrastructure uh I don't see why unless someone comes in and trashes the store. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think they do. I mean, it's not—it's not something like you know, like a, like a restaurant where you're going to be having con- you know, things constantly break just because they're under wear and tear. Uh, but yeah, what what say you guys? What are y'all's professional I'd, predictions?
4: I'd say maybe two or three years. Wow. A lot of a lot of people shorting them.
3: Uh, Hold on, let me see that uh, short race. Wow, they're, uh, they're,
4: they're holding on to a lot of inventory that. So if we look at their current assets as something that they would have in value, that'll be video games and consoles of the old gen. Mm -hmm. And so the second uh, the new gen comes out, whatever they're selling it for now loses value. So they're going to have to take a massive loss and write a lot of stuff off. And so if they can't make a lot of sales with the new generation, I think that at some point some corporate raider is going to come in, liquidate it, and... It's gonna go the way of I don't know Babbage's or whatever.
1: Yeah, and that's what that's what GameStop has been saying is they've just been holding out for the when the next-gen consoles release. And uh, I'm I'm a cynic at heart, and I don't think they're gonna make it. <laughs> I think even with the next-gen consoles, I don't I don't think they get enough business to you know continue to sustain them. Well, they're not we gonna only be get the a
4: primary seller,
1: right? Because we, I mean, we only get a new
0: console gen every four or five years,
4: that's so here, a, and that's a very long. This cycle. one's going to be delayed.
0: Yeah, everything's going to be delayed, like right for mm-hmm. quite a while. Which, speaking of, um, with with this lasting so long, I mean, obviously, GameStop is not the only place that sells you know video games in store. We have places like Best Buy, Target. Do uh, you think these uh, stores selling video games in the stores that thing going to be like part of the past, and with online just blowing up for the future? Mm. I I don't I, don't I think imagine so.
3: so. I eventually yeah am, yeah well, like down the road I definitely think so. But right in the near future I don't I don't think Best Buy is going to stop selling video games.
4: I mean, worst comes to worst they sell the uh, they sell the card with the download code. Yeah. For someone that doesn't have a credit card, you know?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I remember back when Fallout 76 came out, I had a buddy of mine who got the collector's edition. Of it. it was like two hundred, like $150, $200. And he goes, he opens the disc, and they gave, like, you basically, for the physical copy, you get a cardboard little disc that has the code on there. You don't get an actual physical copy of the game. So I think that they're already kind of starting to do that at least with, you know, PC uh, games and whatnot.
0: Yeah, they're definitely making that transition there, Caden. And, you know, uh, that's why I just wanted to see, because obviously, you know, you have places like where I'm at, which is in Idaho, the be- biggest place you can get video games without having to get, like, the internet to download these games is Best Buy, GameStop, Target, Walmart, basically big Bigger corporations, no small house, uh, in you know, uh, mom and pop shops, and it, it, that could just put them out of business as well. Because I mean, what do you do with a bunch of discs that everyone can just download from now?
4: Well, that's why. Yeah. you know, you look at those companies, and the fu- their fundamental model isn't video games; it's just something they also offer. Um, exactly. And then, I mean, Best Buy with their music made a really interesting choice. They, uh, they no longer buy it from a distributor and then resell it. They now hold it essentially as consignment. So um, Really? Yeah, that was about two, two, three years ago that Best Buy went ahead and made that move, which really smart. They're no longer buying assets that they can't sell. So I yeah. think you might see these guys start to turn to uh, a more consignment approach when it comes to video games and other things like that. That's actually a pretty
3: good approach. I think you pretty good approach. I don't know if GameStop is already doing that or not. No. I have no idea. I okay, I, mean, I I think they did. I'm just saying. So I, did, it, I don't know. So don't if, know if they
0: haven't already uh been working on that, you would definitely advise them if they were listening uh to see about look into that and see if they can just upgrade to see if they can keep themselves alive or just keep our mouth shut and
2: I don't think it's even a possibility at this GameStop, point. I think they're
4: just Yeah, I lost don't
2: cause.
0: I,
4: I it takes me a lot of work to go down to the mall. It doesn't take me very much work at all to log into Xbox
3: Live and buy it there.
4: Or right. for Amazon and then just take yeah, out. it out.
3: But if they do the consignment thing, at least it keeps them from sending out a lot of cash. You know what I mean? It lowers their expenses. That's what I mean. So, But
2: at, I mean, at the same time, Best Buy, Target, Walmart, they all, like you said before, have other means of income. Right, They're not yeah. solely a gaming place. Yeah. So even if GameStop did do it, it would be pointless.
3: Yeah.
4: It's a yeah, day late a dollar short. It's the problem with yeah. specialization.
1: So uh, I know we're already kind of you know getting long winded with the news, but uh, I know that Cat uh, found a kind of neat little game. Oh uh, yeah, for those of you who are super bored and don't have <laughs> no idea what to do, Cat, uh, you want to tell us just a smidge about that?
2: Uh yeah sure so. <laughs> It's a uh, video game for helping, I guess, find a cure. That's probably a bad description. (laughs) Uh, The University of Washington (laughs) created a coronavirus-inspired protein folding game that lets players contribute to research in creating antiviral medicines uh, that may help see off COVID-19. Protein? I haven't downloaded it at all. Um, Not... Smart enough, I think, to help.
1: <laughs> uh, just, just a warning, I'm not deleted out either. Um, could be malware for all we know. So uh proceed with conscience. No,
2: There was, there was a <laughs> an article uh, from thegamingeconomy.com gamingeconomy.com They where they talked about it.
1: Okay. So, so probably I mean, they're not they're a trusted source, okay. but probably not malware, but
2: you, probably not.
1: Yeah. I, I'd say check it out. I'm probably gonna you know give it a quick download and mess around with it, just out of curiosity. Uh, you can find it Same. at foldit.it. Uh, or if you just Google Folded Game, that's how I found it. Click on the link that has something to do with science. So <laughs> it also
2: put this article into the show notes so that when we release the episode, uh, you can find it on our website.
0: Yes, please do. Well. So basically, if I want to understand, it looks like it's an outsourcing video game where everyone takes a whack at it. And basically, try to uh, solve the mysteries of the human body. Is that what I kind of understand, or is that just for the coronavirus? Uh, I'm I, I don't know. I haven't touched it. Wah wah, Caden. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, from what I can see, um. It looks like they basically have it. If I'm understanding this right. And I'm no scientist in any means. At all. um, It's basically just kind of. Creating a variable. And testing a bunch of different possible outcomes. That helps them with the research. I don't think it's just. Like specific to COVID-19. I think they had it before.
1: Yeah no you can make a wide variety of different proteins. Because I watched kind of the promotional little video.
2: Yeah. So I mean it's. It's I mean, it's, it's a nifty idea.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I believe that does conclude the news, unless anyone found anything on a
0: spur of the moment. Uh, how about you, uh, nope. Aaron and James? Do you guys have anything in particular related to the news recently that you'd like to share with us?
4: Oh, gosh. I mean, I wouldn't say anything that has to do with... I mean, my video games and I are getting reacquainted. Oh, oh my. <laughs> I mean, that's, well, that's good. Get
0: them a bottle of wine, oh, it, don't it, you? It,
4: bottle. No, no, a box. I don't
3: have to refill it as <laughs> often.
0: Oh, that's a smart man. <laughs> that's how you know he's genius, because I say bottle uh, and he says box.
3: Well, bottle forms come in one of two types of alcohols. It's either scotch or beer for me.
0: Nice. That's about yeah. it.
3: Yeah or any kind of or any kind of liquor really but you know
0: <laughs> booze is booze my friend no matter what container yeah. it comes in unless you're my grandma and she can drink like a little bit of that 91% alcohol she's like Woo. well if you, well Don't I ask forget I, I forget who
3: said I forget who said fireball but you know that's Caden.
0: Not, Caden said fireball the young, near young, young buck who <laughs> believes he knows alcohol fireball I, pour, I, I poured know. a
3: I bottle of fireball
4: in shots three weeks ago. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that night. I was
3: there, remember? That oh, was awful. The stickiness <laughs> was just everywhere. God. What's the smell of fireballs? Oh, I get freaking... I get flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. it's I mean, terrible. It's not like when I open a nice bottle of scotch and you just uncork it, it's like, oh, man, that smell is amazing. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> it's just like.
1: Well, I think if, unless we have anything else, uh, we should probably get into the meat and potatoes of this. The actual. Uh, topic of this <laughs> which is uh we we know we kind of mentioned it in a couple of the news articles for the past you know few weeks or so but it's about time we just kind of sit around and actually discuss the impact that this dumb coronavirus has had on our video games and our technology
0: yeah yeah
4: yeah yeah <laughs> i don't think we should cheers the virus
0: yeah. With Corona, <laughs> to the yeah, virus. hey, a nail on to the head. To Corona,
1: yeah, to Corona. <sighs> uh, so I we've already kind of discussed, you know, the idea of gaming stores kind of you know disappearing, especially with uh, the coronavirus re- lasting uh, as long as it has and possibly even longer. Um, and kind of the push online, but. I know we also have seen a lot of game releases kind of either be put on, you know, know, hiatus or just kind of delayed. Mm -hmm. um, As well as, uh, you know, consoles being delayed. um, You know, most notably the uh, Xbox Series S, not One X, like I said earlier, and the PlayStation 5. What I was wanting to ask from you, from uh, Aaron and James, what sort of, like, kind of, you know, economic impact does diseases like this have on most businesses uh especially those that are you know kind of more focused on recreation like you know the video game industry is
4: well on the one hand you can work from home for a lot of these industries since you're programming you don't have to be in a workplace so you can see them continue their daily business um the problem you run into is that or at least in this case consumption of non-vital goods has stopped. Um, You see it specifically in the United States, right now you're seeing not just the United States, but the Western economies are behaving almost like economies of failed states, where just overnight the economy's gone. Um, So I think these companies are in a lot of trouble because no one's buying their products. They can no longer develop them quite as easily as they'd like to and then mm-hmm. even if they were to put the new stuff out tomorrow chances are no one's buying
1: so, okay well,
2: i mean it's, it's no one's buying good. in what sense well if i mean lots of people are buying video games right now mm-hmm. online <laughs> right yeah
4: yeah that's, people are buying online but what i'm saying is if if you drop your new console tomorrow some people will buy there's always going to be some people but the vast majority of your consumers are probably too scared
3: to go out and make that expenditure. Yeah, and I right. feel like or they, they may, may not have
1: the yeah or they may not have the funds. Yeah, because yeah. a
3: lot of people are out of a job right now, and then yeah, I feel like at the same time a lot of people because they're out of a job and um, because they're going to depend on this fiscal stimulus package that the administration says we're getting, um, you know. I feel like a lot of people are going to spend their money on, like what James was saying earlier, on on, on essential goods, on things like mm-hmm.
1: food. and yeah, hand, hand sanitizer. An and
3: you
2: guys paper. are getting paid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, we are. I am, but uh, but not toilet paper because you can't find that anywhere.
2: My uh, government's not paying me.
0: <laughs> okay, oh, <can laughs> yeah, well. getting paid in Getting paid in Irish whiskey. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, Canada. It's it. okay. I know. Just be jealous. He did for twelve hundred dollars. No, our, our
3: our our fearless leader signed the fiscal uh, stimulus package, saying everyone's going to get twelve twelve hundred dollars or whatever. Yep. Uh, I saw an article on and
4: backstopping the uh, small business loans, saying that if you yeah don't lay off your staff, you don't have to pay back any money that was paid to pay rent, other basic uh, utility expenses, and employee salaries and tips.
1: Mm-hmm. Trying to keep everything really? stable.
4: Yeah. Well, trying to keep people in—I mean, <clears throat> there were 3.3 3 million new unemployment uh, claims in the last quarter.
0: Oh, that's huge. That's that's, that's that's more than like in the past 50 years, if I believe so. My God, it's never. Yeah,
3: that's one percent of the, that's one percent of the entire country. So. Yeah. yeah, has filed for
4: unemployment in the last
3: few
0: weeks. Oh, man, um, that's, that's rough.
3: So.
4: You know, this is, a. I think, on one hand, it's the administration, because no, and I'm not just going to hold against them, no administration would want to be responsible for a huge unemployment no. increase, no Congress wants it, so if they can make it so that you stay employed, you just don't go to work, I think oh, they're fine gosh. with that.
0: Right. See, yeah. My thing would be, it's just, you know, like, for us out here, a lot of people do construction, and... You know, it it does fall within the essential list, but for everywhere else in the country, I can't imagine that, you know, smaller construction companies, uh, you know, it's going to be really hard for them just to be able to keep their line of business with everything that's going on because you don't know whether Mm -hmm. the next guy that you actually hire or, you know, you lay off, if they actually do have the COVID 19 virus. I mean, it seems to be a little bit nuts with everything that's been going on. I mean, especially if you think about like, uh, like what Caden was mentioning earlier, you know, uh, the indie developers, uh, how does that, you think affect their line of business as well? Is it just business as usual or should they just shut up shop?
4: When you say indie developers, do you mean like,
0: so the, so yeah. So indie developers, gaming developers. Yeah.
1: So in, yeah. In, in, no, no, in, I mean
4: like it, like a, one guy in his garage. Yeah. It's, mean it's, like yeah,
1: it's usually that it's usually like one guy in his garage or, you know, like, a really small team, like, well, you know, in the, you know, um, game right. development sense. So, like, maybe five people on a team or something. Okay. Usually the really small uh, game developing companies that are just starting up or, you know, have kind of already started up but haven't really, you know, kind of leapt off onto, uh, like, the AAA scene mm-hmm. uh, and whatnot.
4: Well, it all depends on how they fund their game. If it's a passion project while they work on other things, maybe they have more time to work right now. Um if they're depending on uh, GoFundMe and those other uh, those other things, they're probably going to see a decrease in in revenue. Then, so I mean, it's you know, like I said, it's it's people. It seems like people are not spending right now because they're afraid of whether or not they're going to have an income in a week. Although, gotcha. Well, yeah, it's it's the logical response of I don't know if I'm still going to get paid. I need to not spend money today.
1: Yeah. Now, I have a question. Have you guys ran into any um, internet issues or you know, speed issues with your internet?
2: Uh,
3: Netflix crashed on Wednesday. Oh, it did? I, I haven't personally, it an hour. but, you know. Oh, actually, no. Netflix did crash on me recently, too. I was watching a stand-up comic. I don't remember Yeah, meant, and it just, I'd imagine it was, only playing, it was only playing the audio. It wasn't playing the video.
4: Um, and then Steam was not the fastest when I was bringing stuff down.
1: Yeah, so uh in 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 case you stay away from the technology and you you only use your phone and listen to audio podcasts um with everyone being home, um Netflix, YouTube, uh Steam to play your video games, all of that is, you know, at, you know, having a surge right now, I would say. A mad rush um, for
0: traffic back onto the Netflix scene. Yes. Um, I know a buddy of Just mine. Just
1: saying, I haven't had a problem at all. I haven't had a problem either, but I'm also in a fairly vacant camp college campus where I'm the like only one of you know five or six in my entire apartment complex.
4: And you're hooking up through a T1 line.
1: Yeah, so it's yeah. it's nice. Um, and I know I was talking to a buddy of mine uh, while we were playing games there in the night, and he was uh, he's running into some throttling issues. Uh, at his apartment complex, because everyone, their mother, is you know streaming Netflix constantly because they're stuck at home. They got nothing else to do. Um, I know the, you know the the big ISPs, um, you know, Comcast, uh, Sunlake, all of them. They are currently you know working on making sure that their infrastructure is sound enough to make sure that there's no you know, uh, sudden. Oh, what's the word?
0: Brain burn. outages. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, basically,
1: basically to make sure that they can keep giving you reliable internet, especially for those who have to, you know, uh, video conference into work uh, and whatnot.
0: Well, honestly, um, if you look at it, Caden, I mean, uh, with everyone being sent home from, you know, from certain places, like for me. You know, I work in a call center, and it's much easier for them to, instead of trying to make sure that you're clean, just to send everybody home and rely on the Internet that they have. And with everyone, from what I heard, there's also a huge surge of work from home uh, candidates from a lot of companies around the world. And so that also puts a strain, especially, uh, let me see here. It looks like that even uh, according to Oogla, which is a broadband uh, speed testing service, uh, median download speeds uh, in certain parts of the country, like San Jose, California, and in New York, uh, dropped between 24 and 38 percent. Now, uh, that's a pretty huge chunk, especially with how yeah. everyone is just starting to head on home. The states that are in more inland uh, to the U.S. they're starting to also follow suit with the rest of the country, like California and. Uh, that 's obviously going to ramp things up I mean even in Europe uh, the European Union is telling Netflix to lower the per, uh, percentage of data that they 're providing for their shows in other words uh, lowering the what 's the word i 'm looking for resolution the resolution that, that you' that they're keeping otherwise you know they 're going to get on their their stuff, which it still plays into effect there's a lot of people who are getting on so it's easier to just reduce the definition instead of facing mass shortage.
1: well yeah because you YouTube's doing something similar what they're what they're trying to do is they're trying to make make their service consume or use up less bandwidth that way it doesn't uh, produce as much congestion uh, on the on the network um, and that way they don't actually run into the risk of you know the traffic in the network seizing up and having a bunch of, you know, connection issues uh, for their clients. Uh, Because now more than ever, people are probably going to be a lot more irritated if, you know, Netflix crashes or, you know, hey, my buddy down the street can, you know, is watching Netflix just fine, but I keep getting this weird error code and it tells me to contact this number.
0: Yeah. What do you guys think, James and Aaron, with uh, with everything going on, including the pandemic?
4: Well, the... Internet well, yeah, is. is designed yeah. to to operate at a peak, um, and it's designed to be able to handle
3: those those peak mm-hmm. uh, times of of increased usage. Uh, well, what were you saying earlier that the U.S. particularly is more prepared for this than other countries are?
4: I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. I would I would say the U.S. has the slowest internet of all the of some of the slowest internet for the most money. So some the least of the prepared? Nations. You said one
3: they're one or the other. I don't remember I what would you say said. Least um <laughs> probably um
4: but no so the the these companies the internet itself can't handle this this surge that's not the issue um the problem is or, or the question becomes how long can it handle it mm-hmm. because it's been it's been designed to handle these peaks but peaks aren't but it has constant te- right so it's not right. it's, it's I can handle this for a day. I can handle this for a week. can it handle it for four weeks. can it handle it for six. So kind of like playing video games Especially, for twenty-four
0: hours straight. You can do it for a while, but you can't do it forever.
4: Exactly. Eventually, you're going to mm-hmm. crash. Um, and if engineers can't go out, or engineers get, or you know, your network engineers get sick, well then you've got you can't fix the problem.
1: When I was I was about to, I was about to mention, you know, do you know? I think that if they can. You know, kind of get an idea as to you know the standards that they need to start meeting. You know the uh, the level of traffic they need to start accounting for, and get people out there to actually make sure that they have infrastructure in place to reach those levels uh, at a constant rate. I think we'll be fine. I think it's just the issue of will they do it or can do they physically have the manpower to do that?
4: Well, that's that's for me. The interesting question is that in the U.S. specifically, the infrastructure is pretty bad.
1: Yeah, it's it's not the Um, best.
4: And so, the question becomes: Is at this point when they've when they have to do all this in order to survive, is this going to force them to improve the quality of the infrastructure in the future? That's that's for me. That'll be the interesting thing.
0: So, in layman's term, it sounds like: Well, should we pay more money so the people can have better internet, or should we just kind of keep on is till we crash and uh, burn? Well, and then another
1: another th- thought that popped into my mind was, um, you know, if let's say they do go out and get their infrastructure all set up and ready to go, when this finally dies off, will there be any repercussions, you know, for their company for doing that, you know, financially at least? Because now mm-hmm. they have all that infrastructure set up and it's not being utilized because not as many people are uh, – you know, uh, put it, there's not as much traffic. Coming through. Well
4: theoretically then you see faster internet and happier customers. So
1: <clears throat> right.
4: that's the question for how do these who do these companies answer to their customers or their or their shareholders. Right. I mean, unfortunately <laughs> historically oh. we know the answer to that.
0: Well, Bob. Right. <laughs> oh, but
3: buy some shares if you want to be happy. If you want to vote. Oh.
0: What are you sure? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: no, that was a sick joke.
0: Right? <laughs>
1: Someone has a rubber duck. Oh, they're like that's. I'm done. It's that sounded rough. like a duck squeaky, but. Man, you're really excited yeah, about separate. those just ducks, Caden. I listen, man. Quack, quack, they fill me with joy. Quack,
0: quack. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
1: hmm. so, oh goodness, yeah. Kat. Do you have anything to add? Uh, nope. <laughs> nope, <laughs> and you had to leave the conversation for a second to deal
0: with children. So I it's darn like... it! See now you're grounded, cat. You're grounded. This is what happens. Can't play with your kids. Uh, can't do it all the time. Uh, I can't be a parent all the time. I didn't say that.
2: Don't have kids, Austin What? Shh, what? No. You have to be a parent all the time.
0: oh no, you do. Can't just yeah. say, hold on, five minute break. Five minute break. To get my tea couple biscuits. Maybe watch like a news article.
4: No, I've played the the Sims. You can save and quit. Oh,
0: there you go. (laughs) 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 That's a terrible analogy. I'm so sorry. It's okay.
2: I
1: wish it were like that. (laughs) Goddamn wish. So, and then again, um, GDC will be happening August 4th through 6th, I believe, uh, because it got pushed back due to, you know, Coronavirus going around. Oh yeah, all the conferences. Uh, concerns with that. Actually, a lot uh, of
2: them got pushed back.
1: Yeah, um and I want to say E3 went to digital only for this year.
0: Uh, uh due to concerns. So I'm checking real quick. I mean, honestly, that I don't know if that actually impacts I've seen them. The word canceled. Oh, canceled. Yeah, yeah, no,
1: yeah, it was canceled.
0: Uh, my heart. So and here I was planning yeah. on going oh. this year. That could
1: also impact um that could potentially impact uh sales on games. I really and, uh,
0: I mean that's we have the internet and
1: Yeah, but those are pretty big conferences.
0: Yeah, and guess yeah. what? Yes. You can put a it lot it of people Google, depend on like boom.
2: It's not the same though.
1: Yeah, but okay, yeah, but I mean it's also those conferences that really help for, you know, advertisement and Know, getting people who maybe will come out and be like, "Hey, you know, I'll I'll ad- I'll advertise for you." I mean, it's I could see that.
2: Not only that, but it it helps all the
0: indie developers as
1: well mm-hmm. for networking purposes. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's, it's but see, you just said the one word that you. L- that's all they need to do is just network. Everyone gets onto one website. You can review, download, like specific snippets of video games. It's like a business goldmine. They don't lose out on it, in my opinion. Like. Like creativebrandcandy.com. There you go. <laughs> <clears throat> when, nice. Nice, nice <laughs> slipping that in there, Caden. You slipped it in, You Got that
1: shill in there. <sighs> All right. Um, well, any final thoughts from anyone? Actually, uh, I, ha- Aaron I James? have a good question
0: uh, for Aaron and James. What's up? Uh, where, do you know where we can find you and your podcast, just out of curiosity?
2: before we get into that, I do have a follow up question
0: oh, okay, let's hear cats first yeah. no. <laughs>
2: it has what's the before we go into the closing part, it's an actual question um what do you guys think the i wanna call it post apocalyptic gaming world is gonna look like you know once this is all done and blown over uh what are we gonna see spikes in what are we gonna see crises in?
1: is this for the table or is this particularly for
0: the james and aaron
2: well if you have an opinion Caden,
0: oh, <laughs> yeah, <too>. she <laughs> asked you man she asked you dog uh, i asked everyone oh okay
2: well
3: so ah. you you're asking what you said what
0: industries you think
2: or we what think... video
3: gaming is going to look like
0: oh mm-hmm. post-apocalyptic video games or post galactic after this post-apocalyptic are you struggling with that? Just a little.
2: Well, I
4: think the, I think we might see the division go on sale again, and people are going to go, "Well, we made it through that; and it wasn't that bad." Um,
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, I don't, I don't have much or, of a stance because or I'm maybe, not a, the, I'm or not maybe a a will go, or maybe
4: you know, it's possible that they might get on and go, "You know, I'm surprised the internet still works because it was worse than this game." Oh. <laughs> Being out there, this really isn't like a video you, game.
1: I feel like you're not a fan of the division.
4: No, I'm a huge um, fan. I love it. I'm just saying I wish my world <laughs> didn't actually look like that right now. Or kind of start right. feeling
0: that way. Yeah, that yeah. gets kind of depressing. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm
1: getting ready for Metro Exodus levels yeah, of apocalyptic.
4: Videos. I think, okay, so I think you see... Um, I think right now you're going to see a really big increase in, uh, in kind of people using video games as a way of staying in touch in a way that historically maybe they haven't. Because uh, you can talk and, you know... Work together in, the t- in multiplayer matches. Um, I wonder if it also maybe makes it a little more socially acceptable to spend your time doing it. Not that it isn't, but that eventually people will stop going. Oh, you go home to play video games. It's like, well, for the last six weeks, what did you do?
1: <laughs> right, I got <laughs> bit like Adonis. Ugh. Well, mm. stop. Um, yeah. I I think yeah, I think we're probably gonna see. I think we've already seen it now, but I think it's either going to stay constant or only start to kind of dwindle later on. Um, an increase in video game sales, particularly online. Um, I know, oh, I want to say Steam hit, what, something like 22, 23 million u- uh, users at
0: one time. Nice. Oh
3: my God. <laughs>
0: That's like a huge number, uh, man. No. of people. And yeah,
1: I think after all this is said and done that I think it'll just kinda of, at least for the gaming history, I think things will go back to normal. Uh I believe I saw an article that said that China's already kind of working towards getting things back up and running. There's still a lot, you know, there's still a ways away, but they're starting to kind of get back into the process or they're they're starting the process of getting things back up and running. Um and I think I think once it's all said and done, and I think once all the back orders are filled, I think that you know supply chain will start running as normal. We'll get on new consoles. Uh, and hopefully, games will stop being delayed. <laughs> hopefully,
3: hopefully we
4: can all hope. I don't know. I suppose another maybe you see an improvement in. You see companies maybe going back to trying to put out a finished product instead of just trying to hit their sale date?
1: Yeah, well, I know. I know. um, So, a game I'm really looking forward to is Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know. I know even before the coronavirus was a thing in the US, they had already announced a delay just because they wanted to make sure that the product that they were putting out was finished. I'm hoping that the virus isn't going to delay them any further. Further. Um,. But if it does, I mean, I'll be understanding.
0: Well, I mean, honestly, it's CD Projekt. I believe that's the the developers, if, I, if yes, I remember right. CD Projekt Red. So, I mean, those guys they have good quality. I mean, look at Witcher Three. I'm sure that people are more than willing to be patient for a quality project than just be like, "Oh, dog, There's like patches going on wrong here. Like, I think that people are going to be like generous.
2: Really? Even after being locked up for six weeks, you think they're going to be generous? Hey, man.
0: I mean, after six weeks, who knows what's going to happen. For all I know, I could just be like flying to Canada at this point and being like, hooray.
1: I mean, if any company were to be kind of generous to their community, CD Projekt Red would be one of my first choices. Um, but that's just me.
2: Meaning you think that they will or you want them to?
1: I both want them to and I, I think that they would if they, you know, Decided to, they they would be the people to decide to.
0: Okay then, <laughs> you made your point. That probably doesn't. It's okay, that Probably K- doesn't answer the question at all. It's okay, Caden. Yeah, yeah, it's alright, right, man. Well, I think that's just.
2: Now you can ask your question. Austin.
0: Hooray! <laughs> I was trying to be gentle. What was the question again? So for Aaron and James. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my god, you guys basically Aaron James we would love to have our listeners figure out where you guys are at with your podcast can you tell us where we can find you all
3: well we're pretty much on every other every podcast platform so you can find us on Spotify Google Podcasts um Apple Podcasts Ooh, Apple wherever fancy. people yeah no seriously right but... apples. apples are delicious um so millions of yeah. peaches, peaches for me. Apple brandy. Speaking of apple brandy, we need to get that Laird's thing. Oh, we, we, do, need do get, the dude, we need to get, the, dude. Yeah, we need to. We'll
4: Crown
0: royal say, with apple flavor. There. That is yeah. really good.
4: Uh, you can also oh, find us. God. on I mean, you can't really hear us there, but you can see us on Instagram. Yeah. If you want to see our ugly mugs, if you want to see our ugly <laughs> mugs on Instagram,
3: my favorite. I love like my favorite social media platform to navigate through is Twitter. So, oh,
4: God. Please avoid our
3: Twitter. Please avoid our Twitter because it's hilariously it, – it's – I make really stupid observations on Twitter uh, about <laughs> – Isn't that what <laughs> yeah. Twitter's for, though? Right? I just noticed yeah. my shoelace Until it, until was it became a
4: legitimate political platform.
3: Yeah. And, I mean, all week – actually, all the last two weeks, my, uh, my motto on Twitter has been cut to foreplay –
0: Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my.
3: So, I mean, it's, you know, I'm just saying these, these pen pushers, are, like, and I'm, I don't know where you guys stand politically. Um, I don't even know where I stand politically. Uh, but the pen pushers on, on the hill are just taking too long to uh, give everyone what they need. So that's why the cut to foreplay motto was, uh... but to be fair, to be fair, in all, like, they did a pretty good job getting this thing done in a week. So, um, you know, the fact that it took a week is kind of the sad part. But, you know, like my thing is it, it took a week for them to skip the foreplay.
0: So a lot of foreplay yeah, involved. You know. It sounds like a lot of foreplay involved. Well, yeah, happens, Canada's still the... going at it with the foreplay. <laughs> you
3: know.
4: With that much foreplay, Um, I feel like someone's going to get screwed. Oh, my. You're making me (laughs) blush.
0: (laughs) My man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, thank you, Aaron and James, for joining us today on this glorious day of being locked inside like our lives depend on it. And I can (laughs) go outside just saying. Okay, Canada.
3: Well said, man.
0: I went to the store yesterday.
1: Death is all around me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i went to four stores today oh you
0: did Jeez, yeah. you guys are brave oh. much more braver than i i probably would go to freddy's I and just one and done i'd be like back off from you old lady you're getting way too friendly
4: i had to find toilet paper <laughs> karen's got all of it apparently
0: i guess so
4: god
3: karen again yeah. that's really oda's wife and Goodfellows, man
0: oh yeah karen Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Oh, uh, one more thing. Next week, listeners, we're going to the bonanza of our next wonderful death-riddled podcast for a game review in which I've been waiting forever for Doom Eternal. And thanks to our guests from Drunkenomics, James and from us at BGA, Austin, Kat, and especially from Caden. Stay healthy, y'all.
3: Cheers. Cheers. You as well. Cheers. <laughs> Stay drunk and my friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have a good I'm gonna one. I'm going to get drunk now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
3: you haven't been already? What? <laughs> wow, that's insane. Dude, I'm like loaded oh, on the You guys should it's, adopt, it's you guys it should adopt the two shots before the mic is hot motto as well.
1: Thank you for listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous. Follow Bad Gamers Anonymous on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bad Gamers Anonymous Podcast. On Instagram at Bad Gamers Anonymous, and on Twitter at, at Bad Anon. You can contact Bad Gamers Anonymous by emailing Bad at gmail.com. Bad Gamers Anonymous is hosted by Kat and Austin, edited by Arturo Garcia, and produced by Jason Mixon and James Diem.